Today on Inside Motorsport, we look at the Tiger Tasmania and join Gordon Lomas in Hobart to find out how the event is progressing in 2020. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, Gordon Lomas is in the control centre down there at Hobart for the Target Tasmania. And, Gordon, this year, it's a big year coming back after the uh, hiatus of the uh, COVID-19 dramas in 2020. Yeah, we uh, we had a, uh, a gap year, an enforced gap year in 2020, unfortunately. Um, but we're back uh, bigger than ever for the 29th running, can you believe? The 29th running of Target Tasmania um, here uh, here in uh, the Great Island State. Um, and we've got, a, uh, we've got 311 entries, which is a record for the event outside an anniversary year. So outside a 10-year or 20, 20th or 25th year, um, 311 entries. It's the first time it's been over the 300 mark outside an anniversary event. Now, one thing that when Targa was established, uh, John Large, who was one of the founders or the main principal that instigated the Targa Tasmania, his goal was to have a car entered from every decade of uh, the motoring industry. How have we gone? How far is the cars going back in Targa and how modern? Yeah, look, uh, certainly the, the, the entries change from year to year. And uh, I think uh, a couple of targets ago, there was there was certainly uh, um, a, ca- a car model representing each decade dating back to at least the 1940s. This year, um, the oldest car in the field is an Austin A30, um, which is a 1955 model. And... Experience-wise, do we have the full gamut of driver ages from 18 right up to the uh, 70s and 80s? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's um, there's a good spread of uh, of uh, of ages and uh, and ver- you know of variant abilities as well. There's uh, the tour component of the of Targa, which is non-competitive, and then you've got um, 11 competitive classes. And as of Wednesday morning, how are those competitive classes progressing? Yeah, well, there's been uh, 12 stages run so far. There's 37 scheduled for the entire event, which goes for six days. Um, And after 12 stages, uh, a local driver, Ed Maguire, who's got a very, very good rally record, um, is leading in his Dodge Viper by a minute and 33 seconds from a, a guy called Trevor McLeod, who is driving with Steve, the very experienced Steve Glennie, um, and uh, they're second in a, in a 2009 Nissan GTR. It's interesting that the Targa roads over the uh, years have become, well, quite well known to people, and uh, they are still very dangerous and it is a a very dangerous event isn't it look it is um you know the the fact that you're driving on public roads uh 
um, it's uh, it's certainly uh, quite unlike uh, a race circuit where you've got safety and runoff areas and you haven't got trees to hit and and ravines to uh, to plummet down. Um, you know, yesterday was a well, the, the second day of the event was uh, was quite challenging. Some of the drivers said uh, it was it, it was the most challenging conditions they've they've ever experienced. It was greasy. Um, and wet for most of the day and uh, on the second stage of the day uh, one of the favourites of the event Jason White who has has won Targa seven times outright um, had a massive accident um, when he hit a stream of water after firing out of a blind corner um, destroying destroying his Viper Um, there was a large engine fire um, which uh, uh, some of the other competitors came to their aid um, uh, and uh, and put the put the fire out. Uh, however, that's uh, that's Jason and uh, and his co-driver John White's uh, event done. And it can happen so easily, Craig. You know, on on these events. Yeah, I it's, uh, I enjoyed a week down there in Tasmania about two weeks ago now, and it was certainly cooling off. How are the conditions? Is it been dry and obviously uh, it's getting colder? Yeah, look, y- yesterday, uh, certainly on, the, on day two of the event, um, it, it was wet. You know, it was the, the stages outside uh, outside Launceston were, were quite wet. Uh, today it moves to the northwest. Uh, con- conditions are, the temperatures are colder, um, you know, uh, low uh, Low sort of teens, um, but uh, quite frosty in the morning. Um, however, the first couple of stages, uh, the reports are that the stages are dry at least, which is a, a welcome change, I guess, from yesterday. And as they work their way around the state, how much of the, uh, of the road network are the uh, competitors going to be covering? Well, it it covers you know pretty much most of the state. I mean, there's out of the thirty seven stages, there's uh, a total of six hundred and eighteen kilometres, which are timed competitive runs, um, uh, and including uh, transport stages, the, the entire event, the the entries uh, will cover about 2,400 kilometres. So it's uh, it's quite a massive logistical event, as you can appreciate. And the support, as we mentioned, it's been missing a year. So what's been the locals' reaction to seeing the cars and are they school groups getting out there in front of their uh, schoolyards and waving to everyone as they go by? Oh yeah, absolutely. The you know the the uh, the local uh, fans uh, they're they're stalwarts and they they love the event and uh, they were really disappointed when it couldn't go ahead last year, um, but it was the right decision to to do uh, at the height of the uh, the pandemic last year to, uh, to not to have it. But uh, they're they're absolutely in raptures that uh, that it's that, that it's on again in earnest and uh, and there is a big field. Now we did see the COVID. Uh incident up there in Queensland which forced the delay of the supercars down there in Tasmania. Was there any problems like that that flew on from the uh, couple of shutdowns and and responses that were uh, obviously needed to be had? No, I don't think so. Uh, there's, uh, you know, everyone uh, everyone got here um, on time and preparations uh, weren't 
uh, interrupted from a from a Queensland standpoint. Um, uh, there was there was no issues whatsoever. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the the, uh, the the spirit of Tasmania, the the ferry that goes from Melbourne to uh, to Tasmania, that uh, that was uh, offered free of charge uh, this year. Uh, so uh, that certainly was welcomed by competitors. Uh, you know, uh, many of whom all you know come from the mainland, um, as well as the the big contingent from from Tasmania. And, of course, one combination that has been highly successful at Target Tasmania involves a a Kiwi and a Tasmanian, and that is, of course, Jim Richards and Barry Oliver. Have they come back again this year or have they uh, hung up the helmet? No, what's happened, Craig, is... uh their last competitive event um, was in 2018. Um, however, they are here. They are running uh, in uh, one of the tour categories, uh, so non-competitive. But uh, but you know, Jim Jim and uh, and Barry uh, obviously hold the uh, record for the most amount of outright wins or overall wins in Targa with eight. And uh, and Jason White, um, who um, unfortunately suffered that huge accident yesterday, is the closest to their record with seven outright wins. Well, we're looking forward to catching up with you later in the week, Gordon, as everything comes to a head with the final stages being run on Saturday. Look forward to it, Craig. Thank you very much for your time. That's all we have time for on this edition of Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.